Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Listeners, I've brought in market and trading experts, Wise FIFA and Foot Economist to run the rule over a potentially exciting new promotion in FootSwap. We discuss the players and potential team of the knockout stage crash and how to make coins before team of the season by doing nothing. I'm your host, Ben, and you'll hear all that and more, including an Arnheim review from original pod co-host Horace in this week's Foot Weekly Podcast. Hello and welcome to week 29 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. I'm here with regular co-host, Foot Economist, getting in nice and early so that I don't forget again. Uh, here he is. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey Ben, how you doing? Yeah, good. Are you on an Easter break or is that not how it works in the US? Uh, we actually didn't have any time off for Easter. We had our spring break two weeks ago though. So oh, right. We're, uh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, full on, full on final season now. So they're not that interested in the crucifixion of Jesus and all that kind of stuff? Don't give you a break? Evidently not, no. Enjoy that event? No. Um, So let's move on to uh, our other guest. He's been a regular, well, for the past year and a half probably. Um, He's he's always here, ready to offer his wise market insights. Is, of course, uh, Wise Good to be back, Wise, great to have you on. Good to be back. I I, I said that because I just, I was leaning back in my chair. That came down, landed right on my foot. Like, my foot was underneath. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking... It's not that bad, is it? No, <laughs> it's definitely um, not a chore. Yeah, yeah. So, wise. Let's let's get into uh, what was just happened over the past sort of twenty four hours or so, maybe a bit longer by now. The foot swap kind of promotion has just come out of nowhere. Just sort of summarize for us what exactly it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It was great to get some content out of the blue. No pun intended, considering these cards have a those blue backgrounds. Yeah, they are of course blue. Yeah, but uh, it was it, it's a promotion where they released a squad of. Um, I believe that is 12 new players 
that various upgrades to some fan favorites such as Tevez, Ibrahimovic, uh, they moved Payet to central. And the way to unlock these uh, these new items in foot is through completing weekly objectives, winning the daily knockout tournament to get these other versions of uh, the foot swap cards. These are pink versions and you submit them in an SBC. Uh, mirrors kind of what you had to do with the Irish players during foot birthday, as well as what you had to do. It, it just any, it's, it mirrors like a premium SBC requirement. So you got to submit these items and you get the upgraded players. Really interesting promotion this week. Yeah, and uh, Jamie, what, what are your thoughts on the, the promotion itself in terms of it coming out of the blue? I mean, you must be quite pleased with that considering we've been keen that the leak issue was cleared up so that we'd have some surprises finally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in general, I was really pleased with the promotion. This is something that we've been asking for in general, you know, content that we can grind out and play and you know, have something to log on during the week and play for. Mm. Um, this is exactly the kind of thing that a lot of us in the community have been asking for. I was really excited to see it. Um, as you said, Ben, I was really excited to see that it didn't leak. Uh, it, it was an absolute shock when they released it. I think it was that it wasn't even the regular release time that it came uh, out. Midnight UK, yeah. It was, it was Midnight yeah. UK, which was, I mean, they really just, I mean, it's, it's a... It's not like it's a super heavy hitting promotion in terms of like like these cards going to be game changing, but um, you know, I mean, it's definitely something that we're going to be able to do. The promotion runs for another, uh, I think, twenty two days, as most of you probably be hearing it. Um, so really yeah, excited yeah, about that. It's about it's about three weeks, isn't it, in total? Right, and there's, I mean, while we're on that, there's speculation that the team of the season, or at least the team of the season voting, maybe will start after this promotion dries up. Um, that that timeline is there's there's theories that that's going to be you know coincide with the start of team season. Yeah, it would kind of make sense, and that's almost like a a new month, isn't it? Pretty much, um, as yeah. well. So, so that would work quite well. So when we're talking about the promotion itself, the good thing about this is it's all gameplay orientated. So for example, winning the daily knockout this week will be uh, the way to earn your first card. I imagine there'll be daily objectives maybe which give you these and we'll definitely have um, SBCs, I think it says in the promotional Mm -hmm. information. The only thing about this is that you seem to at the moment only be able to, well, at least EA have said in a tweet that you'll only be able to get 12 of these pinkish cards that you can submit for the premium players. First one's Negredo and, and, and the next one that we know is coming out is Mendy. So that does restrict your options because you're only able to unlock a certain number and the fact that the very top items are 11 so you've got the likes of Sanchez, Modric and Tevez costing you 11 of these that is obviously going to be I don't know I I imagine that's going to cause some consternation amongst the foot community and (laughs) judging by Twitter for economists as you'll well know there's been quite a lot of uh, negativity from some of the bigger names about this yeah i mean it, it's that's always something i think uh we saw especially with the foot birthday promotion how we weren't able to complete all of the throwback players uh people got frustrated with but i think it's i think the attitude towards this is a little bit different i think uh maybe just maybe we've adjusted to it and and we're sort of seeing that okay yeah obviously we can't you know get all of these cards or the intention wasn't for us to get all of these cards um and now it's i think it's kind of a fun i think it's a fun spc or it's a fun promo rather because uh, you really do have to cho- you have to pick and choose and i think part of the fun of it is choosing the ones that you're going to do and you know there's a there's a lot of ways you can break it down in terms of you know we can talk about some of the players that are actually competitive would that would actually make it into your team so someone like a sanchez who has a nice central card now or maybe your modric or maybe maybe even that's insigne are they going to be players that are going to make it into your team and if not then you can look at it from a different side of the coin which is you know which cards are going to have the best sbc value for your foot swap item sort of bang for your buck if you will and uh wise were you listening the other week when Foot Economist and I were saying how this 
foot birthday kind of you can only pick a certain number of players could pave the way for the introduction of sort of draft style packs next year or SBCs um, is that something you could get behind especially seeing this promotion it kind of does suggest that, that we'll see more of this yeah I would I would uh, totally love to see something like that I was listening to that part of the pod and I think that'd be great for a lot of different game modes and I hope they test it out eventually in like draft I know that that's a bunch of things people are that's a bunch uh, that's something that a lot of people are saying in the FIFA community. They'd love to see, you know, some new draft style rewards. And if you're able to do that and bring that outside of SBCs, I think there's a lot of utility for this in foot. Um, just a new dynamic that they do in other games that I'd love to see in this game as well. Keep it fresh considering, I mean, we've had the same pack mechanics since the game's inception in FIFA 10. Mm, yeah, definitely. And uh, um, I think what I really like about this promotion is the way that People have to think about which player they're going to get. I'm going to mm. see when I come up against a player, he's going to have picked, I don't know, Tevez, for example, and, and not many people are going to do that. So there's a bit of added intrigue around sort of why you might make certain selections. Uh, you'll probably get a minority of players picking certain players, so it kind of makes the, that card very unique. Um, mm. Whereas with certain SBCs, you feel like certain players are just kind of doing all of them. And certainly the, that's the case with the sort of Premier League. These kind of options are also quite interesting in the way that they've been laid out especially with Tevez being an 11 player exchange he's a not the best card to be valued at the same kind of price as Sanchez and Modric (laughs) just seems slightly bizarre I mean his stats aren't that amazing maybe um, a bit of a sentimental play possibly nostalgia yeah I mean that makes sense but you know Ibrahimovic is Mm. as sentimental Tevez has only got three star three star as well so it's a bit of a strange one to be honest like I doubt many people are going to be doing that I agree. The only I'm going to jump in just real quick. But the only like bright side I see on that is of having Tevez up there is for like a collector's point of view or just if you want a unique card. I mean, Sanchez, Modric, Ibrahimovic, for that matter, are all going to get uh, special cards, upgraded cards that already exist in the game that are just about at that same rating, if not higher. So I guess Tevez could mm. be like a, a nice play if you're looking for a new style of card. But I agree. The fact that his mm, pace yeah. isn't up there and his utility isn't up there means that it's mainly mm. a sentimental pick. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but I I don't think personally that I'm going to be you know using any of these players in in my team. And we can dive into some of the uh, stats and maybe why someone like Sanchez might not fit into a team later. But um, you know, if if I'm just going for a pure SBC play, I actually did a quick breakdown of like the actual value of these guys and which one, if you were to get all twelve foot swap items, which ones would sort of yield the most mm-hmm. uh, the most value, if you will, uh, if you were to mm-hmm. then turn around and use those players that you redeem for an SBC. Um, and sort of the, the the most valuable option appears to be to redeem it for the four foot swap items for the Koke, the eighty seven rated Koke, and then mm-hmm. seven foot swap items for the ninety rated Ibra, and then use one of them for a premium gold pack. Um, that's going to yield you about ninety five thousand coins worth of SBC value if you were, I mean, obviously those cards are untradeable, but if you were to then take them and just turn them in into, say, an Icon SBC or something of the sort, um, Mm. that's essentially the equivalent value. Um, And I I do have a tweet on on my Twitter account if you are interested in seeing my breakdown. Yeah, if you want to see that, he's really desperate for followers, so if you uh, (laughs) drop him a follow there, that would also be greatly appreciated. (laughs) Yeah. Moving on to kind of, you, you mentioned in there, Ibrahimovic. I think it's a really interesting choice because actually he got an inform as well this week and we'll Mm. talk more about the team of the week later but a kind of good ish upgrade one of the interesting things is of course a lot of people use that alessandrini card so you're going to have a decent sort of link up option his nation obviously isn't ideal but the fact that you can get him in through that alessandrini card i I reckon he's quite a viable player for seven foot swap cards as well 
and the fact that obviously he's got good submission value. Right. There's been a lot of special MLS cards this year as well. Yeah. The combination mm. of those things actually makes him a very good look if you're not interested in the other cards. I agree, especially from the standpoint, I mean, as you said, he has the actually the best foot swap, you know, value for like uh, per item, as you said. So, you know, even if you were find out that he's awful in game, <laughs> then you could mm. uh, just go ahead and turn around and you could be, you know, safely know that you, you had a good deal. Another interesting one, Ben, and, and you were saying this off pod, so I want to give credit to you, um, that Henderson could be really interesting for player of the month kind of potential. Um, mm. you know, with Salah looking like he's probably going to get the player of the month. Um mm. You know, an 84 rated Henderson could be super valuable, especially if EA count that as a special card. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, something to keep in mind. Maybe you want to delay, um, you know, you actually you know, doing the SBC uh, to see if uh, the, the, the foot swap SBC that is, you know, redeeming your cards uh, to see if uh, Salah wins the player of the month. Yeah. And actually, if you've got, um, I know a few people like me might have ended up with an untradeable one to watch Salah. Um, he's someone that at six foot with high, high. Uh, he's probably a decent player to pick up if you're looking at someone at the lower end of it. Um, I yeah. know Wise Bulldog the Owl Cater is someone that you were possibly thinking of doing yourself. Yeah, I know. I uh, I really like the fact that he's uh, back at striker. I remember when he picked up all those informs at the end of the Serie A season last year. He had some amazing cards mm. at striker, and mm-hmm. uh, too bad he's not at, uh, too bad he's still not at Lazio to link up with those Immobile special cards. But at Monaco, I think he can still do some damage. Really good yeah. four star skill moves, four star weak foot stand out and he's just such a rapid player in game something about him for me always gives me trouble uh like at the beginning of the game when i faced him don't see him much anymore but hopefully i'll see mm. a couple more i'll probably be doing him as well and of course you can now uh, go for that narrow formation and get balde the allocator and mané in the same team which is a, mm. a frightening prospect uh, prospect for sure and uh, on top of that of course um one of the, the lower rated players i wanted to mention is wendell because actually he has a really good mm. kind of niche filling ability in a sense because poor value in terms of what foot economist was talking about but actually in terms of left backs in the bundesliga the only other mm. option if we're being realistic is alba uh, i wouldn't even touch any of the others yeah it's, it's especially useful if you're running that uh center mid foot birthday alba mm-hmm. and you want a yeah. other left bit left back option that's very true and and also obviously being brazilian is yeah. is of yeah. course helpful you know if you want to do a hybrid or whatever um right. helps out as you say the other options not particularly excited by even modric he's one of those weird players that just never feels like he fits the foot meta you know yeah and sanchez i don't know i've never heard someone be particularly enthusiastic about sanchez's cards on fifa in the last few years mm. um he because he should be strong yeah. he should be agile he should be decently fast but actually his acceleration is way too high for his sprint speed his three-star weak foot is for me a huge turnoff this year and his high high work rates kind of leave him out of position a lot so i don't know whether either of you would disagree on that but I don't, I'm, I'm for 11 of those I'm not so sure he's the best yeah, no. option to be honest yeah. no I would agree he might be decent as a, as a no, go ahead oh yeah sorry sorry stepping on your toes there I would agree it'd be interesting though the only pause that I give to that is just it'd be interesting to try him out as like a central center attacking mid role or something like that because mm. when he's on the wing I totally agree that he gets caught out and uh, mm. I mean I doubt I'll do this card as well with like turning in all of my chips for that but I, if anybody does do it, anybody listening to the pod, I'd hit me up. I'd love to know what he's like as like a, a central center attacking mm. mid. And do we mm. know whether we're going to get loans of these or not? Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. I think they sort of put all their cards on the table. Uh, by I mean, they have all the SBCs essentially available right now. Yeah, that was the, yeah, yeah. yeah. For economists, you, are there any others from a playing perspective you might select? Um. Honestly, no, but if mm. I could in place for my opinion on a player, say that I would not recommend doing the packs, 
Um, okay. I would I would do that. Um, I I just it, overall their value for money is, is is pretty poor compared to what you could get with the you know SBC turn in value. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, also, just to mention that I've got the monthlies eighty eight Insigne, who's obviously not exactly the same stats as that card, but my god, he's bad for me. So okay. I really? would not I would not recommend the uh, the central card, even though maybe he does have. He's actually got slightly higher finishing, so he might be better. Um, mm. But again, it's that three-star week for. I mean, we've talked about this before, um, yeah. and, and you obviously found out for Economist. Um, I keep calling you for Economist in this episode. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but yeah, Jamie, uh, you obviously found out about. Well, we kind of re-dredged up the whole thing about weak foot, and you know, three-star weak right. foot is a huge difference. Um, exactly, I, I wouldn't recommend it at all, um, unless the player is unbelievable, like you're talking like Salah, unbelievable kind of thing. I mean, we haven't run, had the promotion run through yet, but what do we think of it overall? Uh, I'm enjoying it at the moment, I like we like we touched on. I loved the fact that they gave us some new content, and I think that this is something that they could carry on a lot through Foot uh, 19, FIFA 19. We could see this mm. like maybe as like a, a mo- like every month they give us something like this. I mean, that's tentative, and let's like that's being really optimistic with the type of content we were guaranteed this week or this year. But this could be a really useful tool to incorporate getting people to play the game and incorporate people getting to do the weekly objectives, which were a little bit of letdowns this year for what kind of people were thinking coming out of Foot 17. And if they keep doing something like this, I know they're tentative about flooding the market with special items, but this gives people like a lot of reason to come back and play the game. I know I'm excited about Mm. trying to unlock a couple of these people, you know, try to beat some people in the DKT to get these cards. Um, Mm. So I'm, I'm at a... I'm at like a 6.57 right now. It would be a straight 10 if they would have given us like more options to get the the cards needed to turn into the SBC. That's where I'm at, really. I just the fact that they only gave us 12 just tapers my mm. excitement a little, like most people. But good start. And, and for Connors, what, why do you think they've done that? Because for me, I can kind of see it as them experimenting, wanting to kind of give people that, force people to make that choice. Mm. But people, a lot of people don't seem to quite understand, like almost think like, why would you restrict people? Like, why, from a sort of economic perspective, why would they not want people to be able to obtain as many of the of these things as they could to do all of them? Yeah, I mean, I think it adds to a certain degree. It, it adds uniqueness, if you will, or like it adds a perceived increased value to a player that, you know, maybe only you or you went out of your way to go pick up the Ebra, for example, and, you know, no one else did him because mm. they all cashed in on Sanchez and you've got this Ebra card who, you know, f- you know, for some reason plays like a god, right? Like, I think mm. that maybe is, is where they're going with it. Um, and, and maybe it's also to stay away because, I mean, with, with promotions like these where you can just sort of grind them out, you know, there is the danger that everyone sort of starts to build these, you know, very similar meta teams if they all do the same cards or they all have the same cards. And then, you know, further down the line, we figure out that that, you know, well, they can't a card is like ridiculous. And now everyone puts them in their team because everyone was able to get them. You know, like, mm. I think that might be the sort of the danger that they're trying to stay away from. But yeah, I, I, I mean, long term, like, I, th- I don't I don't have too much of a problem with it. I think some valid criticisms criticisms of the promotion could be the way they're you know, they're earning they're earning it. We haven't seen too many of them so far, but um, we have seen that you're going to earn them. You can earn them uh, with that Negredo and that. Um, it does feel a bit of a, a kick in the teeth to uh, players who say can't win the daily knockout, for example. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've got to say there's an interesting kind of thing in terms of direction of foot, which in the past foot's been criticised for being pay to win. I'd argue that it was never pay to win; it was always trade to win, because actually, the amount you could 
I mean, the amount you'd have to put into the game value-wise previously to actually get out like the same thing you'd get through good trading was was just not yeah, well, comparable. Good. I mean, it was so much more difficult. The top people, the top players, were always the best traders. I mean, obviously, at a certain point, they're also the best um, at buying coins. But we'll <laughs> leave that there. But the the point being that back then, you know, it was kind of a combination of pay to win, trade to win. You couldn't play really unless you played loads of games to get yourself a really really good team. It would be really grindy. Um, whereas now i would argue that the game is heavily skewed towards playing to win the other things are, are very important as well but for these you almost feel like it's hard on players who aren't the best and i know yeah. many of them you know many of our listeners aren't players who, can, who get into the weekend league and they're basically not going to be able to get sanchez because of that yeah i mean as of right now yeah, you know, we don't know how all the other ones are going to pan out. We don't know how many of them we're gonna, they're going to make into daily knockout requirements. Um, mm, but don't so we know I think if the, there's two already, right? So right, yeah. So there's at least knockout. two. So the top tier guys are, are sort of out of the question. Gone if you already, can't yeah. win the, um, which is a bummer. You know, that's that's definitely a bummer. Um, maybe that's an added incentive for some of the, uh, you know, maybe some of the more average players to up their skill. Maybe get on some you know, tutorials from hashtag Boris. But basically, um, what, what your point here is, uh, get good, basically. <laughs> Um, more or less, yeah. If, <laughs> if without the uh, negative connotation that comes with that saying. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, for me, if I had to give this rating promotion, or if I had to give this promotion a rating, I would probably say it's it's like an 8.5 out of 10. I, I, this is, I really hope this is the direction that EA continues to go. I, yeah. I, I think it's important we have something to do during the week. And, and I think you made a, an interesting point, Wise, about possibly this is how they could take it forward. Maybe they could do a selection of players every month. I think that would be excellent next year to do that, especially early on in the game. You know, players like Wendell, players like Bardet Diaw would be game changers in the early game, less so now. But yeah, I, I really think it's a great idea. I think that they need to push forward with this. And we'll see a lot more action around playing to obtain players, obviously through the team of the season and all that stuff that's going to happen. Um, so that's quite exciting. Um, I feel like it's probably time to move on to that, actually. We're in that kind of pre-team of the season, post mm. for birthday market, I suppose. Um, and you guys are the people to talk to about that. But before we get team of the season, there are a couple of things on the agenda. Um, obviously, foot stop. And then we've also got, I think we had a, was it team of the knockout stage last year as well? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. with Ronaldo's uh, excellent performance in the recent game another round of the other leg to come obviously so we don't know what's going to happen there but it feels like we're building up to quite a good team um, that we could be seeing there and, and with potential SBCs as well is that right from last year? Yeah, um, the, the team of the knockout stage uh, SBC last year was actually a pretty popular SBC um, it was. It actually it dropped on April twenty first. Uh, I can't actually remember if that was after the quarterfinals or the semifinals. Um, hmm. I think I think it might have been the quarterfinals. Um, but after the after whatever round it was, they essentially dropped a, a team of team of the knockout stage, uh, featuring the likes of Ronaldo last year. Uh, and essentially, this SBC was similar to a team of Luke SBC in the sense that you turned in an eighty two rated squad with a team of Luke player and then an eighty three rated squad to go along with that. Um, hmm. And it was actually something that pulled the market down quite a bit uh, because a lot of people turned in a ton of buying power to you know try their luck at getting that Ronaldo, you know, the team of knockout card, and um, you know some of the other ones that were in there. And I would imagine it'd be similar to this year, um, you know, as is you know everything's pointing towards Ronaldo getting a team of the knockout card and maybe some other high-profile players. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on, uh, especially because the market tends to get weak knees before uh, team of the season. Yeah, and and it was quite interesting that you were saying that it's team of the week item that's included last year at least. So you didn't have the same pressure on the team of the knockout stage items themselves, which we saw for Path to Glory. 
Right, 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 right. Yeah, we saw that with Wonder Watch 2 so this year as well. Uh, I yeah, feel like so it should force the sort of cheaper ones really, really cheap. Right. Which happened last year. Right, right, right. Yeah, like they, I think oh, there yeah. was a good way to hedge against uh, the fact that even the lowest rated cards, like the ones that were like 76 overall, uh, were shoot up when in situations like this, mm. you know, spit like specific uh, types of cards that are required for SBCs, they shoot up regardless of ratings. But I think it will be mm. nice... And I think EA will continue this trend this year with uh, it being a team of the week player or a team of the knockout or team of the group stage player as a required SBC item just to keep prices pretty level across the board. Mm, yeah, definitely. And uh, last year we saw a decent drop in player prices. I mean, is this something we should sort of recommend to people overall? I know over the past week you might have seen my personal Twitter. I've sold up. I'm sure you guys probably have as well. I guess it's just that kind of time of year, isn't it? When you start to think um, team of seasons on the horizon and you don't want to kind of lose out and, and lose buying power. Um, but one thing I wanted to mention to you, uh, Jamie, because it's something we've kind of talked about before, the amount of coins that people are committing into untradeable things. I mean, I've played a ton of baby icon teams um, where people have clearly just smashed that base icon SBC and ended up with a pretty average selection of base icons. It's very clever for me, eh? Because, of course, it means lots of people will be encouraged to spend FIFA points because actually they don't have... They're not cash rich, basically. But, yeah, I mean, do you think we can actually be in for as cheap a team of the season as we've seen, despite it seems like everyone's more wealthy? And I think I think you're I think you're actually onto something there, Ben. Um, you know, I, the, the, if you go into any uh, daily knockout tournament game or any weekly team or weekly game, um, you'll immediately be greeted, likely, by a team that has more than three icons. Right. <laughs> um, and and a lot of times, as you said, Ben, they're they're the baby icons that people probably got from those that that SBC. Uh, and you know that would lead someone you you to believe that if you were just sort of smart with your money right now, um, or your coins, so to speak, and maybe you sold up, you know, went into team of the season and team of the knockout stage, and maybe some of these uh, promotions we're going to talk about in a second uh, with uh, you know more uh, cash heavy instead of player heavy, mm. that you would be in a good spot for team of the season. Um, you know, as, as you said, with the with the prices dropping, and, and sort of the way that I'm playing it right now is I've actually sold up a couple of my players, um, you know, the ones that are like higher priced, and I'm I'm essentially just holding out and hoping that we get this World Cup DLC sometime soon, and that will sort of occupy me until we get Team of the Season, or if we get Team of the Season even before that World Cup DLC, and mm. and that that you know I, I'm sort of you know convincing myself that I don't need to buy a Super Team right now because this World Cup DC, DLC is coming, or I can just sort of you know muddle my way through these daily knockout challenges uh, with an mm. average team and, and win these, you know, foot swap players that I can then turn in and make some coins that way. And you know, I don't really need to do it through Weekend League um, until yeah. team of the season. Right. Yeah, and, and Wise, what's your kind of MO at the moment? Are you, have you sold up? Are you kind of using a cheaper team for a bit? Yeah, I'm definitely using a cheaper team. And I think that that was motivated, like you said a little earlier, Ben, by the fact that a lot of people have dumped some coins into untradeables this year. I was never. Um, mm. I, I'm still not the biggest fan of, of untradeables, like relying on untradeables. I love. I still like mm. having cards that I could sell off and like not actually lose that hundred k or like have it stagnant. You know, I could keep that liquid. Mm. I like that mm. liquidity in my items. But at the moment, I am. Uh, I'm pretty uh, bare bones in the club. I have a couple of nice untradeables, just giving them some utility. Never thought I would use like the Pierlo and the League SBC Giovinco. Uh, so I'm keeping those mm. items on the front. They're leading my they're leading my team at the moment. But quality items, <laughs> I gotta echo what Foot or Jamie said because I'm I'm trying to keep my coin balance high and trying to stay disciplined in terms of spending it on SBCs and packs because 
I'm with you and think that the team of the season could be relatively cheap this year. And so if I can get some, I can have some great buying power going in there. I could play with players that, I mean, are what the whole point of foot is. You know, if I'm going to be able to snag that team of the season Salah or that team of the season, uh, team of the season Immobile, like all these cards that I'm looking forward to, would love to see those cards on my mm-hmm. side that wouldn't won't be and as the way my kind of yeah the way my kind of foot calendar has always worked is you enjoy you know team of the season is good fun um you've in, you, you know more recently you've got interesting foot birthday stuff mm-hmm. um and then there's kind of a bit of a period now we've got team in the knockout stage which is a nice distraction but actually i'm quite happy to you know sell off my team at this kind of point by um some sort of novelty players some that I know won't lose me money and then also some untradables I picked up like Kaka for example bring those guys in and then the added bonus at the moment is I'm completing the Ronaldo SVC so trying to do that cheaply etc is is also kind of something which consumes a bit of the uh, this time of year and and, and actually it's I think it's quite nice to have a little bit of a break from using like overpowered players and just kind of (laughs) see what it's like using a, a sort of lesser team I won the recent foot swap player relatively comfortably with my budget team so I think there's there's a, a lot to be said still for some budget players, although it definitely yeah. isn't as easy as it once was to use yeah. kind of underpowered cards, if you like. No, I agree. For the record, I'm never selling my second informal Lozano. I don't care yeah. how <laughs> much <laughs> liquidating I do. Is that 50k? I'm sure you can absorb 50k or whatever. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, Put Economist needs followers and coins. Uh, title, of, title of episode. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the title of the episode should be um, how to essentially make coins without doing anything at all because i think if you don't spend any coins on untradables yeah. from now until the, team of the season yeah. you essentially make coins because um your your i guess relative buying power is, is greater than most people's so um yeah. yeah i think that should be the takeaway from this week if people if you were to, to action if you were to, they've heard on the podcast if you were to sell your entire team now and turn off your console and come back in two months you would find that you are very cash rich and you would have yeah. a lot of buying yeah, power compared to what you used to have yep, yep, yep. it's a seller's okay. market at the moment you could get some really good deals. Mm-hmm. Wait for that overnight period at the moment. Come back, mm-hmm. buy the stuff during the lightning rounds, and you're sitting pretty for the rest of FIFA. Yeah, definitely. So quickly, it's not kind of trading related. It's not that trading related, but the path to glory thing that came out, people were kind of slightly confused about it <laughs> uh, in terms of what it actually meant. Uh, it turned out, I think it didn't mean anything at all, really, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's really just a design change more than anything. Mm, right. Um, and it essentially just means when the players, if the player, if a path to glory player gets selected in the 23-man World Cup squad that you know they take to Russia, his country takes to Russia, um, then you know basically I, I don't think it changes anything in terms of whether or not that player can get uh, upgrades when he gets a man of the match or whatever. Because I, I actually think like if for some reason if somehow that player, um, if a player that didn't get selected somehow like plays in like a friendly or something like that, and they decide to give him a, like an upgrade or something like a weird scenario like that. Like, I still think they could get an upgrade if they somehow made it into a man of the match batch or like a team of the week or something like that. Um, mm. But I think it just means they're going to get a, a design change when they get selected. And then uh, obviously they'd be eligible to get upgrades during the World Cup. I don't think it means a whole lot. It's, it's really just a design change. Yeah, yeah, cool. Glad we got that sorted. Something that does potentially mean a lot is uh, Player of the Month, Salah. You messaged me saying he's going to be dirty. Uh, do you want to <laughs> elaborate on that slightly? <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's going to be good. I mean, essentially, he's got the 92 rated player of the month right now. If they follow the same upgrade pattern as they did with uh, Aguero, um, he'll go to a 93. 
Um, I'm hoping they'll just do, you know, a 94 just for the heck of yeah, it. I mean, um, they've been pretty, they've played pretty <laughs> fast and loose with his ratings before. <laughs> they? So. Yeah, they have. Uh, they, yeah, I mean, they've broken the rules with his with his card before, so you really have no idea what the heck they're going to do with he, him. He kind of does break the rules, doesn't he? So. Yeah, that's fair. But apart from that, you know, are we close enough that you can still make investments? Would you risk it at this stage? Would you just say sell everything and don't bother actually making investments? I mean, actually, sorry, just to kind of expand that further, this is potentially quite a good time to make investments because if you've sold up, you're probably going to have a fair amount of cash sitting around, so you could potentially do something like that with it. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, it's not like a clear and cut month for Player of the Month. Sun's also in with the shout. Um, so yeah. it's not like everyone's got their like laser-pointed focus on these potential player of the month Salah investments. Um, mm. So yeah, I think you could do it. The tough thing though is like some of the blanket investments that used to be really, you know, yeah. that used to be awesome for this kind of stuff are really expensive right now because of those 82 through 85 SBCs that got reinvigorated mm. again and the Icon SBC. Um, so a lot of those really good ones that you could do with the Premier League stuff are, uh, the blanket ones are, are kind of expensive right now. Um, so unless mm. you're going to risk it on some of like the Egyptian requirements or a special card for Salah, which are already pretty expensive, um, it's kind of tough. And I and honestly, in terms of like value for coins it's probably not going to be worth it unless you have a player of the month salah already yeah 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 i was going to echo that and actually talking about all this stuff one thing that i've certainly been wondering myself and i'm sure people will be is when are we going to see your kind of prices of 83s 84s and and even the high rated cards as well sort of what i'd now class as your kind of discard 88 rated player for example when do we think they'll kind of drop down because if if we then get the team of the knockout stage i guess they'll be inflated a bit through that and we've still got the base icon SPC probably up until the team of the knockout stage comes out. Yeah, I, I, I'll jump on this one. They, they've they really raised their bottom line in foot this year. And I feel like that's what EA really wanted to do was a complaint from us in the past has been that it gets to a point like around this point in FIFA, packs really don't have that much value anymore. I mean, you in the past, mm-hmm. if you pulled like an 82, 83 player, I mean, what he was sitting at like a thousand coins tops. So you couldn't really get your value out of it. And They've done a pretty good job with that base icon SBC to raise it up now. Although hmm. I think going forward, like they've done it almost too well to a sense because these players are really at a high premium. Like I wouldn't touch a lot of these 82 to 85 players. Yeah, yeah. And the only time where they really get low is when EA release big time lightning rounds. Like, uh, so hmm. if team of the group stage or not group team of the group stage, my bad, let me retract. If team of the knockout stage comes by and there's a decent, squad and they release some lightning rounds you could see a little bit of a dip regardless of like mm-hmm. that sbc requirement depending on the ratings they keep that tame but i i personally mm-hmm. think that team of the season when they start dropping those people start opening those packs because people have hordes of those stacked up or when they start releasing those ultimate packs those 125k 100k packs that's when we'll finally see some relief in those players prices great wise yeah jamie have you got anything quickly to add to that uh no i think wise i think wise nailed it on the head the wise man himself. And so, Jamie, we're going to have to say uh, goodbye to you, unfortunately, because you've got to dash off. Um, what are you up to? Uh, i got a little uh, footy match. Okay. Bicycle minimum. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's fair. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. The goals are small, though, so, you know, they're not regulation. Yeah, excuses. You know, excuses. The excuses already. Oh, I don't want to yeah, start the excuses, but, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us again, Jamie, yep. as always. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure as always. Bye-bye. So it's goodbye to Jamie, but not to you, listener, because coming up in the second half, we take a look at Team of the Week 29, review R9, and look at a mini R9 for 20-odd K. 
Quickly though, just a note to say there probably won't be a pod next week. It's already looking very busy. However, I am still investigating various potentially exciting funding options ahead of what could be a busy period with Team of the Season and World Cup mode, so we won't want to miss a week. As always, do subscribe on all your podcast platforms. Links below the embedded podcast on Foothead and get in touch. Footweekly at mail.com and at footweeklypod. Back in just a second. Well, so we've lost one host in the break, but why is it still with us? Did you enjoy your little little break there? Yeah, it was nice. Got to catch up on my water. Got to stay hydrated. Make sure you guys are staying hydrated. Yeah, always important to stay hydrated when you're about to tuck into what is a pretty interesting team of the week. Not the strongest, but up top, there's no denying that that's two pretty strong cards yeah. in Abamyang and Lewandowski. I mean, Abamyang is pretty frightening. I'm, I'm not looking forward to, to playing him. But Ibrahimovic is another sort of big striker up there. And, and he looks interesting. He's obviously not got the same upgrade that that foot swap item has. In fact, the foot swap upgrades were slightly strange in that some of the lower rated cards didn't seem to get the full upgrade. Uh, they only got a sort of initial inform upgrade, whereas Ibrahimovic got a double upgrade and a few others did as well. So this Ibrahimovic is a lot slower. If you want to try one out, I guess maybe buy him and sell him sort of thing. But Cruadrado, on the other hand, looks like a potentially exciting card. I mean, I've, played, I've used his 82 and 83 and they were both very good. It was 81. Um, and, and actually... Kadir as well, his teammate, also a solid item, but they both have their flaws. You know, they're not uh, by any means kind of complete midfielders or, or wide players. Ali looks like he could be a complete midfielder. On the other hand, very nice card, especially with Shadow, very complete. Perisic is someone I know you're a fan of. You'll probably talk about in a second, having used his 87 a lot, I believe. And and two very decent goalkeepers in the squad, Consigli and, and you mentioned to me just earlier, Adan. But there was another Spaniard you wanted to point out. Actually, could have a very nice team of the season, I'd say. Looking at that center mid Luis Alberto from Lazio, his price should stay. Or his price is hovering kind of low right now, but regardless, he might not be the strongest player uh, with only that 63 physical. But he got crazy upgrades like his throughout the year in his passing and dribbling. So his team of the season is going to be in the mid 80 pace range, have like high 80 shooting, and then just off the charts dribbling and passing with a nice mm. physical. I could really see him doing some damage or just being like a a nice utility player to kind of diversify your Serie A squad. You know, have fun with a little. And he's got that upgrade to four star, four star as well, doesn't he? So right, yeah, and pretty good, pretty good work rates too. That high low, uh, putting him in mm. that center attacking mid, maybe. Uh, center forward-esque role. I mean, he could really do some damage up there, I think, at the top of the box. Yeah, and another Spaniard I just wanted to point out was um, Hernandez, who's the uh, Malaga centre-back. He looks like, actually, he could be a really strong um, centre-back option for a league which doesn't have many pacey centre-backs. Yeah, he's not the strongest and he's not the most aggressive, but his pace will do the job and he's actually basically maxes out all his defending stats with Shadow, So, yeah. as, as well as having sort of very good short passing and agility because uh, he is a sort of almost... I think he used to play right back or something. So mm-hmm. he's got that kind of mobility to him. But yeah, tell me more about that 88 Perisic because I mean, obviously you've used the 87 and I'm a big fan as well. But this Perisic card, oh, yeah. I think I think he's the kind of player that, yeah, we said just save coins maybe at this point, but you might want to just splash a bit to, to try him out. Right, right, right. I mean, of course, the point of making coins is to buy the players you like. And Perisic is one of those, mm-hmm. Perisic is one of those bad boys with that, I mean, all those above 80 stats where it matters. I mean, the fact I like... His shooting and that five-star weak foot combination was just lethal for me. Like, it just gave me tremendous confidence around the box with him, especially when you get in those tight situations and you need to hit a tight finesse shot. Even if it's not on his strong foot, you can feel confident with it. Mm-hmm. I really liked his 
ability to like shrug off defenders too uh, when you're sending a through ball and uh, muscle out muscle that player and get around the defenders and just put in like a low driven. I know that got nerfed a little, but with the way Parasitch plays, he is going to be a tank up top. I'm really excited because that means I have a little bit more freedom on my other wing when I play players or at striker because he's like a big enough target mm. man in a sense too. Mm. You can whip some crosses yeah. over, but you can also have a speedy guy to match up with him to like really give your defense or your opponent's defense some trouble. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've given me a little um, Perisic review there, but actually, I know there was a player that you were saying, as we were talking about R9, you wanted to give us a bit of a cheaper option as a striker, because <laughs> uh, the guy that you've got, I believe, is sort of in the 20-30k range. Right. Tell us more about uh, this mystery uh, R9-esque. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be quite R9, but what does he have to offer? He's not a quite, he's quite not the R9, but he is balding, I guess you could give him that. Okay, but, uh, so he's, he's got the minimal hair. Right, the minimal is... the minimal hair, but uh, Valeri Germain, the, the striker from Marseille, he picked up a team of the group stage item, I believe, or he picked up a man of the match during the Europa League play. And so he's got an 85, over car, 85 overall card that is uh, around the 20, low 20s k range but his long Mm -hmm. shots like the the thing that stands out to me for some reason are his long shots from outside the box his finesse shot just would go in like no other i know i just touched on that a little with parasit so you guys if you ever come up against me know that i like taking those long shots can't resist but he's got 99 agility or which is a great stat on a card that has already has really solid heading and great stamina the chem style I picked him up on with is Hunter, and that was just to you know preserve some value. You, players with Hunter have the most value. But if you are looking to mix it up, like if you get him on a basic or whatnot, if you want to give him some extra pace, I'd recommend the Hawk card because with the Hawk card, he gets he gets that 90 pace, and then his long shots go up to 93, and his shot power is at 95, and his positioning's at 99, mm. which I love on my mm. attackers because for some reason or like because i need all the help i can get up top with the cpu controlling other players so i feel like 99 positioning gives me that extra oomph on rebounds or you know just lucky headers and scrambles in the box that can really decide the dkt tournament or some foot champs games if you will what i really like about him as well from a physical perspective yeah he's quick and he's got a great shot but and he's agile but he does have 96 jumping as well with the hawk chem style and 88 stamina as well as sort of 79 aggression. So the combination of those things as well as kind of 70 strength as well. I mean, he's actually a very well-rounded player and he's not someone I really, I don't know, I just hadn't really spotted him at all. I know I know of him and I've seen him appear in these kind of squads, but I've never really thought of trying him out myself. And I mean, why is it? That probably kind of wraps up your review. But I do like the way you've managed to bring me a player who also has finesse shot trait, we should add, uh, has tries to beat defensive line. And we could probably, I know you like to uh, <laughs> like your Dynamite discard on the Foot Weekly podcast, we could probably call him, even though he's a team of the group stage player, at least for a 85 rated special item, he kind of is almost the dynamite discord. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> exactly. And and yeah, as I said, kind of comparable to Ronaldo. Not obviously Ronaldo, but maybe I have to try him out. And, and once I've finally got the R9, who we'll hear about in just a second, we can see what they how they compare. Yeah. Um, Wise, thank you very much for joining us. It's been great to have you. We'll, we'll look forward to having you on again soon. Yeah, I would love that. Love to, love to Always a pleasure being on here. Love to be a part of the pod and uh, definitely looking forward to it. Hopefully making it sooner than rather than later. Hello and welcome to what I guess you might call a little foot weekly Easter egg for you. We've got a, a review of Prime R9. What I've managed to do is after our little Champions League watching session um we watched the quarterfinal saw ronaldo kick very well yeah he, he did that bicycle thing oh, uh, really left Gigi buffon stranded it was actually one of the cleanest bicycle kicks i've seen i'd say yeah yeah no it it reminded me a little bit of the um that famous rooney one against man city except he didn't shin it 
and he was running at full pace the other direction and it was just generally quite a lot better yeah. <laughs> yeah. but there was one angle where it looked a lot like the Rooney one it was like almost more of a bicycle as well if that makes sense it was yeah more bicycle action but anyway we're here to talk about the other Ronaldo yeah the fat one although this one is not quite so fat as the 94 rate of Ronaldo is he yeah so yeah. what did you what, what were your first impressions of the 96 Ronaldo so when I so I did the SPC in a bit of a rush I kind of just thought fuck it I'm gonna do it uh, I know you've taken a slightly more tactical approach. I think you've done the Icon Baby Icon SBC several times uh, to yeah, save yeah. money on those. I just bought a bunch of Icons, and so it will have cost me a fair bit more than it may end up costing you. So one of my friends says, your big balls did. <laughs> yeah. I think, including untradables I used, he cost me about two mil, which okay. is... That's not that bad. It's not terrible, and then maybe made 400k back from the packs. So actually not, not a terrible outlay overall. Mm. And you had some pretty... Good legends to submit. Icons. Well, I submitted Rui Costa, uh, yeah. RIP, good servant to the club. Uh, <laughs> Can't finish for shit. <laughs> he, he actually had a pretty decent record for me. I had him with Hunter, gets him up to 85, finishing. But that's not the point okay. of this review. Like, I used to get... and I just couldn't finish it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get back on topic. R9, my initial impressions. He, I mean, he is a phenomenon. He's he's amazing. Uh, he, In terms of an out-and-out striker, I think the only player on the game at the moment that comes close is Team of the Year Ronaldo. And I think I said to you, uh, CR7, obviously, I said to you, Ben, that I thought that 99 CR7 was a better overall player, Mm. but that R9 is the better striker. I think in a sentence, that's uh, that's my comparison of the two. He's more than a poacher. He can, he can do it all. He just Mm. doesn't have the, the kind of strength on the ball and the really, like he's unbelievably fast, but he, there's something about, I think, the custom animations that Cristiano Ronaldo has when he's running just mean he feels that bit faster. He he will just make defenders look like they're running through treacle mm. slightly more often than R9 does, at least in, in my experience. Mm, uh, your mileage may differ. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, when I used him, I mean, obviously I haven't used him for that many games, so I can't comment too much, but he does feel very agile on the ball. He's like ridiculously good at dribbling as it were, but sometimes found that his maybe ball control wasn't quite as, as good as sort of the Messi and Ronaldo top top rated items in the game. Yeah, I think there's there could definitely be something in that, I think. Uh, so I've been using him with the engine chem style, which means, according to Foothead, he gets 99 dribbling with uh, 96 agility, 95 balance, and 99 on uh, reactions, ball control and dribbling. And he does feel incredibly agile, but I think it's something maybe to do with his body shape and possibly player weight means he he sometimes yeah it feels like he just takes a slightly heavier touch than you want mm. but i mean all in all he's obviously the five star skills five star weak foot you're never going to have another striker this year yeah you can't you can't beat the five star skills five star weak foot his shooting is unbelievable he's dug me out of so many holes in champs and i feel like i've actually i've been quite negative so far in this review that's get, get the bad stuff out of the way first. getting that's all the bad stuff, stuff yeah. out of the way First, because with a player who's 96 rated, the expectations have to be sky high. Mm. Uh, and so I've just been trying to pick out the couple of downers with this card mm. um, just to round off maybe the negatives. Stamina is an obvious one that a lot of people have highlighted. He's got 81. I've been playing him as a lone striker in a 4-2-3-1 and he's actually lasted games fine for me. Mm. He's, he doesn't, he's not going to do uh, quite as well in a 50 metre sprint from the halfway line uh, if you're playing extra time. But... Very few players uh, will. 
And I think the only other negative is his kind of strength and aggression. Uh, yeah, he doesn't feel quite that me. bullish. It's interesting, actually, because you're not boosting his strength. Because you could do it if it was basic, I guess. And you still get... I, I mean, I used him with basic for quite a while, uh, which would put him up to 90 strength from his base 85. Mm. And I didn't... I, since switching back to engine, I haven't noticed that much of a difference, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think the, the boost to balance to take that up to 95 probably makes more of a difference yeah, a than, than 90 strength and 85 balance. Mm. Personally, I'd rather have it the way around. Yeah, yeah. A bit, a bit more pace as well. Just yeah. two, plus two on. Plus, <laughs> plus two on acceleration yeah, yeah. sprint speed always going to make a difference. But it's interesting, at, at this kind of level, I don't know whether chemistry styles make too much of a difference, right? I mean, yeah, I've think... probably found that with Ronaldo, and I've actually found that even with Salah putting finisher or basic on him, it doesn't make a huge amount of difference when when certain stats are so high anyway that you're not going to see too much of it. Yeah, I think chem styles, I mean, the lower the base stat, the greater the percentage Actually, difference yeah. is from the chem style because plus 15 on a 50 rated stat uh, is obviously a much larger proportional difference than uh, plus 15 on a, on an 85 rated stat. Though obviously you do max out an 85 rated just, stat. Yeah. Just, which is um, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think this is a really good point. So in terms of your overall effectiveness of a player who's going to cost most people in the region of two to three million and they're not going to get another player this year like him, would you, I mean, I'm kind of already committed to it in a way, but if you're talking to someone like me, would you say definitely get him if I'm going to have maybe a couple of mil for team of the season? I think if you're sitting on a couple of mil and you've got nothing else in your club, no good untradeables, I probably wouldn't do him mm-hmm. because I think you need something to build a team around. And, and you're going to see so him, many good you, cards, aren't you? So many good cards for a fraction of this price come team this season. It, it, you, you might feel sad to miss out on using such an iconic player but at the moment at least when he's this expensive I'd, I'd hold your coins if you've got a good number of uh, sort of high rated untradeable cards in your club and also maybe good untradeables that you're going to keep and use alongside him and you love skilling particularly then I would definitely do him uh, also if you're a fan of early noughties football yeah, yeah. <laughs> then do it because this is the first time he's been in FIFA in Years and years and years. Obviously, first time he's ever been in Ultimate Team. And I was just really excited to use him, having been like a little kid watching him in his peak years. Mm. An incredible haircut that obviously everyone wanted to have. <laughs> Although, to be fair, this haircut isn't actually, it's not on this card, is it? It's no, this card, that, but... just, this card is just a bit bald. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit bald and scary. One thing I just, it's just a little aside. I mean, it's disappointing that they didn't vary the look of all icons. So, like Crespo's lowest rated card for example has a m- very different haircut to his on the card to his in-game haircut and it's the same with the likes of Petit in fact Petit looks almost ridiculous if you look at his card he's this little <laughs> little kind of almost a kid in the picture yeah and, and then, then he's this massive, like, massive stocky body of a man with like long hair <laughs> flowing mane of golden <laughs> he's another player you've been enjoying actually just a little bit Petit yeah I've been using his uh, his 88 rated uh, CDM because to be honest the difference between that and the prime is pretty marginal yeah, yeah. Um, he's a really really solid uh, card just plugging a gap he's kind of uh, in my midfield I mean for the prime I mean he's gone down to like four or 500k on Xbox I mean that on Brox on Xbox <laughs> Xbox um, it's, a, it's a very good price for someone who I would argue is like almost pushing that kind of elite tier of player actually yeah I, I would say on that to get a kind of bonus extra review in this R9 review he is a little 
sluggish on the ball. He can get caught mm. in possession quite easily and he misplaces passes more than I thought he would given that he's, he's got, got, he's passing, got like high 80s for short and long passing. Maybe it's more his ball control. Vision. So his distribution and then both. as a result isn't so good. Yeah, I think it's more when I was trying to do kind of driven passes driven ground passes with him I would lose the ball much more than I'd expect mm. it may be because I've got him partnered with Pogba who has really elite passing stats and I mm. just expect him to be able to do the same mm, but maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, that's my one negative on him defensively he's phenomenal mm, yeah he, he is really good I've actually ended up getting his baby because of the not his like actual baby in real life <laughs> you know what I mean the tea and love child <laughs> chucker <laughs> um the base icon yeah. Um, that he has he's a left back he's he? a left back yeah um, so I've been getting I got him in the base icon SBC because I was doing them for R9 and um, I've actually been using him and converting him to CDM and it's like such a good move because actually that card if you go and look at his stats it's like a really really good CDM interesting um, he's still he's got like 80 pace got really really good defensive stats he gets almost 99s in all of them with shadow so he's yeah he's a really good card and he's still just as big and kind of tanky um, just feels slightly better on the ball actually because of his nice. high rigidity so yeah it's a little recommended I mean I'll probably only I, I don't know whether he, he's not really worth buying because he's so expensive for, yeah, do you know what I mean I like, feel like what, all icons because of their submitting value for SBCs those really cheap ones unfortunately are too expensive which is kind of another issue that, to talk about another time but yeah 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 I think I remember noticing that the two the, the two lower versions of Clivert were pretty much the same price yeah. the other day even though the 88 in terms of stats is arguably a better card yeah, uh, yeah because neither of them as a card are worth the 350 to 400k that they cost by virtue of being an icon mm, yeah exactly well horace thanks for um stopping by to give us your thoughts i'm sure that was very much appreciated by any listeners looking to do r9 yeah always a pleasure i hope i've not put people off the fundamental yeah. line is put, he's put one everyone of everyone off <laughs> yeah, it'll be cheaper for me no, yeah. he's, he's one of the best strikers you're going to use in the, this year. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, having used him very briefly, I'm excited to get him and use him regularly. Five star, five star is, is the dream. To be honest, there's just not going to be a better player. You know, Neymar's team of the season is not going to have the strength and, uh, yeah, um, sort of shooting ability. I don't think that this card has. Yeah, no, he, he is a phenomenon. And uh, good one. <laughs> Original. <laughs> and, and on that. <laughs> We end this week's podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. As always, listeners, it's been great having you and we look forward to having you again next week. Until next time, this has been the Foot Weekly Podcast. That has been Horace. I've been Ben and we'll see you next time. Bye. Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 